Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross at Managing Editor, Fightful.com, FightfulWrestling.com. As you guys know, FightfulWrestling.com is the place where you can go to get all your wrestling news and exclusives. We posted what might be the last interview with Matt Riddle uh, before he signed with WWE. We posted spoilers for the show. I post my, mas- I post my match ratings the morning after pay-per-views, Raw, SmackDown, at the Fightful Wrestling Weekly that goes up. And, of course, you get all of your standard wrestling news. You get all kinds of great podcasts. We'll be sh- uh, showing you the Listen Your Boy podcast, our flagship show, live this Thursday instead of Wednesday, as I will be heading to Canada. And, of course, at Fightful.com, you can get MMA and boxing news as well. But we give you the option to kind of split them up. And FightfulWrestling.com is where you go to get your wrestling news If you want more, if you want more podcasts, you want more exclusives, you want to play fantasy football with us, Fightful Select is where to go. We have a Fightful Select Fantasy Football League going right now. We have the Retro Review for SummerSlam 1992 going up this week. Also, we have a free preview of of that series for Fightful.com viewers. DNA Unbreakable 05 will go up this week for free on Fightful. You can get it early at Fightful Select. I also have tons of early access stuff. Just head over to FightfulSelect.com and check out all the great options from T-shirts to mugs, bumper stickers. We have all kinds of stuff for you guys over at FightfulSelect.com. But it's Monday Night Raw. It is August 20th, 2018. We had NXT TakeOver. We had SummerSlam. Uh, I uh, Hey, by the way, I posted my NXT TakeOver wrap-up and the Q&A podcast on FightfulSelect.com. Check those out. But we're here for Monday Night Raw and a rather exciting end to Monday Night Raw, which we will get to. But Alex, how you doing? We were saying off the air, we're not conditioned to an exciting end to the point to where it's almost confusing. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a, what are it's they a, trying to do to us? It's a it's a it's a major a major plot point that has all kinds of implications. None of them are exactly clear. Um, so many things happened, but then again, did anything really happen? Uh, there's a giant flashback to to the to the days of yore when when you know Sierra Hotel Indigo Echo Lima Delta was a thing. Ah, who knows? Woo. I so can't much. wait. I can't wait. Programming note, guys, this week, no Holy Smokes MMA podcast. 
We will be back next week. I'm traveling to Canada. Not sure why in my head I didn't say, you know, maybe I'll do a live show with James Lynch and Joe since they live in Toronto, but scheduling is what it is. But James Lynch will be joining us every week on the Holy Smokes MMA podcast starting next week. Let's get into Raw. Roman Reigns comes out to huge boos, says that he is a man of his word, and says tonight he's going to defend his championship in Brooklyn against a guy who won his title in Brooklyn and never got his shot at it once he had to relinquish it in Finn Balor. This gets a huge pop, Alex. I thought I think it was the right move to start him out with. I mean, he's getting booed no matter what. They really hammered it home all night, though. <laughs> this, hey, he's doing the right thing, and this is so much different. And they took they. You can tell the Brock Lesnar era mm-hmm. is behind us, right? Um, and that's good. Uh, he wasn't on the show tonight, uh, from what I understood. A lot of people thought he w- he would be. Um, he was booked. He was booked for the show. Uh, so yeah. Um, I liked this. Um, uh, th- there was something I didn't like all night was that Roman never once acknowledged the fact that he pulled the gender Mahal. His opponent was much more concerned with beating up a dude on the outside of the ring and was so concerned with that, that he wasn't looking when he got hit with, uh, the finisher. Uh, which is exactly the way Jinder Mahal won all of his matches as champion. Uh, and we all hated it and said, this is stupid. We don't like this. But if Roman does it, I, I mean, I, I, I mean, I mean, uh, and it's fine. I'm happy he's the champion. Uh, again, as I said last night, I, I just, I, I don't feel like that's how you really wanted to crown your golden boy. Well, have, it's, you know, it, so it we'll, remains we'll to be seen. We'll talk about yeah, that we'll later, see. but it remains to be seen. Finn Balor comes out. He gets a good reaction. He is followed by Constable Corbin. Corbin says what we suspected that he would say, that he wasn't prepared to face the demon. He agreed to face Balor, and tonight he will. However, Kurt Angle comes out and says that he makes the matches, not Corbin. Instead, Corbin will face Lashley, who doesn't get a pop. And as it turns out, everything points to Constable Corbin being better at his job than Kurt Angle right now. Because I would have rather have seen Balor pull double duty than the match that we just saw go on a while. And boy, we, we got some extended Corbin cross face time. Yep. Actually um, defeated Corbin. This was one of those matches where the execution was fine. On my match ratings, this will be one of them that gets pushed below a 5 out of 10. Not based on anything from a technical aspect. Because it didn't make sense and it was real goddamn boring. Yeah, no, this is, uh, again, it, 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 it confound. not, listen, I'm not the biggest Bobby, this, this Bobby Lashley fan. I was on record when he showed up, uh, after seeing what he did during his most recent run in TNA, I thought this guy had star written all over him. If they just booked him right surprise, they booked him terribly. Uh, but for a while leading into extreme rules, they booked him really strong so strong that he beat the what is now current universal champion clean as a whistling sheet at extreme rules and then wasn't on the next pay-per-view i uh, honestly i can't I, I can't even i can't defend that at all so the night after this pay-per-view he comes out and beats baron corbin a guy he's had no interaction with so 
you know, it, it, it just, it, there was no reason for the match to take place. Uh, these guys don't seem to work really well together. Um, it was all just a kind of a weird mismatch. Um, yeah, I mean, then the, they're not letting him do the old Dominator. So he's doing some weird, like, off-to-the-side version of it, the Yokosuka it's, Cutter. Yeah, the Yokosuka Cutter, which Sienna, as you pointed out, Braun Strowman used briefly, and yeah. Chuck Palumbo used back in the day as the full throttle, as Kyle yeah. pointed out to me. Yeah. Uh, I had completely forgotten about that, but I, I knew it had been done somewhat recently, and it was Braun that did it. However, the power slam just works so much better for so Braun, better. and he has yeah. it over. Lashley dominates Corbin early on. Constable rushed him out of the ring. That was a nice spot. And Corbin modified his boss man clothesline spot to the outside of the ring. Then we got that a good old Corbin cross face I tell you all about. It's a mixture of a half Nelson and the cross face chicken wing. And it is his go-to rest hold. Mm-hmm. Lashley wins with that uh, Yokosuka cutter. Or, yeah, the Yokosuka cutter. Execution was fine, but this was long, boring, and pointless. And WDB continues to do Lashley no favors, none. Yeah. At this point, I'm ready to see the Bobbies, just the Bobbies team up, just throw them together. Yeah, okay. sure. Why not? The team of Bobbies. Backstage, Kurt Angle is approached by Paul Heyman. Heyman wants Lesnar to get his rematch at WDB Hell in a Cell, but Angle says, No, I don't have a time frame in which I have to honor this this rematch and that checks out based on raw's history does it not alex yeah i mean uh, yeah uh, the universal title certainly the universal yeah. title, you, you may never get a rematch um although i loved your idea of roman giving rematches to all the guys who haven't gotten one yet finn tonight ko at some point and even goldberg uh, also Why? known as also known as everyone who's ever held the championship yeah. so far yeah, no one has ever had gotten a rematch. It's uh, mm. I like uh, it. I love it. I like I, I like that it. Roman's doing it. That's fine. Um, but I mean, one of them might have, but not not the way that they booked it since you know since its inception. Um, yeah, this was interesting. Um, as we see, as we'll see later in the night, um, maybe everything said in this particular one between Angle and Heyman is now null and void, you know, like, because as we'll see later, Angle, Angle's word now, now longer, no longer carries any weight. So we'll see what happens there. He says it'll be a cold day in hell when Lesnar gets his rematch. And you all know how I feel about mandatory rematches. I think it paints WWE into a corner. They used it for so long as the cheap way to get a rematch to extend a program. You have so many people on this roster right now you don't need that. You don't need to paint yourself there. Uh, the irony of it is you have a person who's held the title for so long like Brock Lesnar, you would say, oh, well, maybe that would that would qualify him for a rematch. But he never defended it. So, like in the UFC, Joanna Yanjacek defended her title five times successfully over the course of a couple of years. Even though she got finished off pretty quickly, I was like, okay, that rematch makes sense. When Cody Garbrandt gets a rematch and he doesn't defend his title, never fought anybody after that, I'm thinking that doesn't make sense. There's no merit to that. So I, I like for there to be merit to something like this and for it to make sense instead of WWE trying to make sense of it. Speaking of uh, trying to make sense of things, I'm trying to make sense of the boss and hug connection 
having to fight the Riot Squad again. Ember Moon teamed with them. They lost to the Riot Squad. This was not Ember Moon's best night, Alex. Well, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and blame Sarah Logan for for that uh, suicide dive coming up short. I feel like Logan wasn't in the right spot for that. Like, that was a long way from from the ring. Yeah, but how often often do people stand normal length to Ember Moon and get just run over sure but that's your point that's 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 your job to take that move and not let her hit you in the ankles because you're nowhere near the ring but yes no uh, there were there were some some not flattering moments for there was the the double underhook spot where ember has logan double underhooked and while she does it she ducks a double clothesline for the remaining members of the riot squad and I don't know what was supposed to happen with Sarah Logan, but she she got hit with a pivot. She was pivoted. A pivot bomb, we'll call it. Mm-hmm. The hot tag worked really well for Sasha Banks' offense, and I did like Ember's swinging suplex that she did off the apron to the outside yeah. this time. That was a nice transition. Then we see Ruby Riot hit one of the best Riot kicks of yep. all time on Sasha Banks. Great sell, great delivery, really excellent velocity. Riot Squad picks up the win. I am ready to see this not happen anymore. Yeah, uh, either that or just drop those damn women's tag belts or start the women's tag tournament and let this be for a reason that they're actually, you know, part of the tournament to, cra- to, to crown it, whatever, because it's just it's just – Listen, this is the problem that we're having here, and we'll talk about more about this later. Okay, now you put the title on Ronda Rousey. Now what? Now what do you do with the rest of these women? Because the way you've booked Ronda Rousey, I don't know where your challengers are coming from. And you got to keep these other women okay and, and strong, at least not strong, but not with arms broken. So there's a lot of corners you've been back, you've backed yourselves into booking-wise. Uh, there may be uh, maybe a slick way they're going to wind up getting out of this that I'll talk about in a bit. Dean Ambrose with Seth Rollins defeated Dolph Ziggler with Drew McIntyre. Uh, this was they went back and forth about whether to have it as Ziggler or McIntyre throughout the afternoon. I'm told it's good to see Ambrose back in the ring. Uh, he it looks reinvigorated, Alex. Yeah, uh, I think they made the right call to have it against Ziggler. Um, uh, Ambrose is carrying uh, a little bit more muscle, and with the smaller guy of the two, he's able to do like like old Razor Ramon fallaway slams, and Loved it. like the, like he he was he was manhandling Dolph, which he could not have done against Drew. So it really highlighted that that the new Dean is a much stronger dude, uh, and I think it, it really worked out. Um, and this 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 was worlds better than any of the matches they had during their world title feud from two years ago at this time. That and every single Drew McIntyre match I think of, I'm like, no, 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 save that for a title program down the line. And that mm-hmm. one too. That one too. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they are keeping him very, very strong. Ambrose's offense looks different, which they noted on commentary as well. Drew and Rollins battle outside after a face-off. Ziggler counters Dirty Deeds with a nice, like, spinning backhand, which I loved. And then there was this spot that I thought I was about to hate as it happened. 
Rollins just runs in between both of these guys <laughs> to do a suicide dive on Drew. Yeah. And then Ziggler goes to hit his big DDT, which <laughs> Ambrose just throws him up into the air, catches him in rapid fire, dirty deeds him. He's hitting that DDT with some velocity these days yeah. with at high speeds, a good finish. This is a Dean Ambrose I haven't seen in such a long time, man. It seemed like forever he was going through the motions and his he, he got he got a lot thinner and you know he, he just looked the same and it wasn't it wasn't an intriguing Dean Ambrose and right now we have an interesting reinvigorated happy refreshed Dean Ambrose and he yeah. looks so motivated, Alex. He does. Uh, some people have been making a big deal out of this, uh, and I actually really like it. We haven't heard him say word one since he's been back. And he's one of the best promos in the whole business. So when he does talk, whoo boy, like that you got to be saving it for something. Like whatever he does, when he does his first promo, it should be great. Now, I was also watching this when things broke down on the outside between Seth and, and Drew and it got contentious. I was like, listen. I love Bo and Al- Axel as much as the next guy. But why are these two, these four guys not fighting over the tag straps right now? Like, they are worlds better than anything you have in the tag division on Raw, particularly because you've dis- basically destroyed the Revival over a year plus and the AOP over the last six months. Like, they're, they're, they're not anywhere near the caliber of these four guys. Like these, this is this is a this is a rivalry you could anchor a tag division around. I really loved what, what I was seeing between these guys, and I'm looking forward to the inevitable uh, tag matches in this feud, as well as you know Seth versus Drew, Dean versus Drew. All all those combinations are going to be great. Yeah, we're going to talk more about the tag team scene later. If this is your first time checking out the Fightful.com podcast, uh, we we are from Fightful.com, FightfulWrestling.com. We have Alex on the show. We have Jeff Hawkins on the show. We've had Anna Boward on the show previously. They all have acting and stage experience. I think that really helps to break down the intricacies of something like that. And you know, I've been in the ring before. I've done a lot of pro wrestling training, catch wrestling training, so I'm able to look at that aspect of it. We also look at character development and plot holes and where people can go from here and how to make sense of things that maybe don't make sense and why WWE doesn't make sense of things. We like to attack things from that that angle and there there are some real holes in the tag division some real holes in just anything making sense in that and we're really going to get to that later elias is backstage going off on a uh, stage hand he's in the ring performing when we come back from a commercial break elias knows that someone messed with his guitar i think it's the same person who laid out alistair black (laughs) <laughs> that'd be great if there's a little bit of crossover and the same um, person who threw a pie at kevin owens yes because we still have no idea who that was yeah the same person it wasn't boss man but yeah the same person who raised the briefcase at king of the ring 99 yeah and the same guy who took who took out hideo Itami. several years all the ago. same guy so who's been around that entire time <laughs> triple h did a triple h did all of it Trip, triple h triple h yep. did all of it so he's interrupted by Kurt Hawkins, who gets a pretty decent reaction, considering yeah. all things considered, Alex. Yeah. I think a lot of that is uh, the Summer Sam uh, weekend crowd still there. They they definitely know who Kurt Hawkins is. 
they know about his his losing streak. And it's a uh, listen. I mean, when was the last time Kurt Hawkins was on Raw? Like uh, months and months and months ago. So it's a kind of a cool little treat. Like, hey, cool. And we are all conditioned to know that at some point, Kurt Hawkins is going to get his first victory, and that's not happening on an episode of Main Event. They're going to yeah. make it. They're going to make it a thing. So we all thought, oh my God, are they really going to do this now? Like that would be a really great way to like for for Elias to get out of that. Like, because if if you, if you have Elias lose to Kurt Hawkins, it's not going to hurt Elias, especially if he f- flies off the handle and breaks seventeen guitars over Kurt Hawkins afterwards. You know, there's a lot of things you could do. So the possibility was there, and I think that was where the crowd was reacting with. Elias totally destroyed Hawkins with a knee right out of the gate. It was beautiful. Taken great, delivered great. Graves mentions that people should stop interrupting Elias, so then maybe he'll actually get through a song and stop hijacking the show. Makes sense, right? Yeah. Hawkins gets some offense but gets cut off with another big knee, drift away, the pin. I think at this point a Ryder-Hawkins tag team would make as much sense as any of the other teams. Sure. I mean, yeah. I, I still don't know what, what his walking stick is there for, but uh, it's a cool little prop. Well, you know. Walk softly, carry a big stick, so they say. So they say. How long has Kurt Hawkins' losing streak been? Well, since he came back, I guess. Like, they ran all those ridiculous uh, promos for him on uh, where there were Kurt Hawkins facts when he was Face coming back. Face the facts. Yeah, Face the yeah. facts Kurt, with Kurt Hawkins. Uh, that was, how 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 many roughly how many how many matches yeah they said 219 tonight 219 well i think that kurt hawkins should face the facts and realize that he is walking softly and his stick isn't that big no but if, if he and you are tired of going on a losing streak our friends at blue chew can help blue chew b-l-u-e like the color blue my beautiful shirt they can increase your performance in the bed, increase your confidence in and outside of the bed. Maybe it translates to the ring. You know what? I get the feeling you'll go 69-0 and with BlueChew.com. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach undefeated or on a losing streak it'll get you going no in-person doctor visit it ships straight to your door in a discreet package no waiting at the pharmacy no more awkwardness you can take them anytime day or night even on a full stomach and since they're chewable they work up to twice as fast as a pill now get this how about investing in yourself you can get your first shipment free first shipment free Use that code Fightful. You just have to pay $5 shipping. I mean, there there was a plug on being the elite for Blue Chew this week. Was there? Yeah, and if you want to be elite in the bedroom, bluechew.com, code Fightful. Man, you'll you'll be doing some plugs of your own if you know what I'm saying. BlueChew.com, code Fightful. They are the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. You should head over to Twitter, at GetBlueChew, and thank them as well. Let them know you heard about them from us. 
69 and 0, never lost. Up next, authors of Pain defeated Titus Worldwide. This was weird. So, backstage, Titus can't find Apollo and Dana Brooke. Then when he does, they they kind of give him the cold shoulder. Sort of. I, I almost felt like... Go ahead. I almost felt like they were, you know, in the middle of, you know, flirting. And it was... They're starting to, like, do that thing. I was like, that's weird. I'm just um, saying, I know that there are superstars. I don't know if it's Apollo that use BlueChew.com. Ooh. Possible. And I think, you know, when rumor gets around, you know. But this plays into this match. A very, very weird match, too. Yeah. I. <laughs> so, Titus gets worked over and hits a suplex. Apollo comes in, gets his ass kicked real proper, and there's this awkward front choke for like 30, 45 seconds that did not belong in this match. It was a really weird spot. Real weird spot. Eventually, finally, Authors of Pain win with the last chapter. They had hit their their, uh, nice sidewalk slam stomp as well, which I like a lot more. The majority of this is Apollo fighting by himself. There was my favorite spot of the match, though, is where Apollo gets push up, kick out. Uh-huh. And then he immediately does a standing star press. That was very nice. But other than that, this was just really weird and it sucked and it didn't make any sense. Yep. What's up with this? Uh, what's up with it is they do not know what to do with Authors of Pain. Um, and they think that, that, that having them go up against, you know, um, these mid carters, uh, in that we, you know, we have affection for Titus worldwide, even if we don't take them seriously. Having the authors of pain in a, in a feud with them on TV, they think will, you know, build their brand uh, until which time that they say, okay, now you guys, you know, get to have, you know, get put at the top of the tag division. Uh, it's not working. Uh, these guys were, were, ready-made out of um, out of NXT to come in, wreck shop on everybody, and demand a title shot, which they would should win in under two minutes, and then you have everyone else chase them. That's how you build guys like this on the main roster. They're, they're, they're absolute license to print money as monster heel tag team, but you kept them off TV forever, and now that they're back on, they're in a 50-50 feud with Titus Worldwide. Like it, none, it just—it's really, really it's terrible. Like this is the thing is that that they they they're asking us to like, oh, well, we'll slowly build their credibility, and then when they need it, we go, no, we watched them ha- barely beat Titus Worldwide. You're not going to convince me that they're going to go up against the Shield and have a shot at it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... Ah. After the match, Dana was clearly much more concerned with Apollo than Titus. What do you think they're going with this? A split would seem natural. I mean, they don't need any more jobber teams on Raw. No, they don't. Um, Dana and Apollo, and then it'll depend on whether or not Titus approves, which I guess, you know, he's a father figure-ish to, to Apollo. Is that a thing? Whatever. What I want to know 
is Dana Brooks said she had found something, because she's a statistician, found yeah. something in AOP's game that would give them an edge. And I want to know what she found and why it didn't work. Probably the same thing that she found to you know, win the Royal Rumble or any number of things. Yeah. Yep. So Stephanie McMahon has the entire roster out for this celebration. And this was just awkward in general. This was just, look at the looks in their faces. But Stephanie takes credit for Rousey's success in WWE, calls her a protege. Rousey comes out and really plays off of the criticisms of Stephanie McMahon and says, for once, it's not about her. It's about the women at ringside. If WWE thinks that people don't see through this, they're really wrong. No, now, the no, thing no. Is, Rhonda is very popular backstage. She is legitimately really liked because of her work ethic and showing up and how friendly she is and how friendly her husband is and even how friendly her friends are. And they're a part of the family now too. So when she says, get on up here, guys, give yourself a round of applause. You deserve this. It comes off as condescending, even though it's not meant to be. And if she were to say it seriously, she would mean it. But it comes off condescending. Uh, One of her lines, another jab at Brock's, she says, I'm not Brock Lesnar. I'm going to be a fighting champion. Rousey then breaks Stephanie's arm. The heels tend to Stephanie. Baby faces celebrate with Ronda. How'd you feel about this? Because you saw some of the reactions, like the the facial expressions from Sasha and Bailey. They were like, boy, this sure is the shits. Yeah, uh, gosh, a lot of that I think is 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 this this, this the story of, of Sasha is that she feels like she's the one who deserves this. Like none of the Sasha the person overlooked, sure. Yeah, but the character feels that way, so I understand how she would be like. I can't believe they gave this rookie a title shot. Um, and she she didn't earn it. They just they just gave it to her uh, after she had won the pay per view before or whatever two ones before. Um, so I understand that. Um, don't understand. Uh, did Nikki and Brie get drafted to Raw? Like I don't know. I understand why they're out there or even part of this thing if they're not building to this eventual thing at Evolution, which I don't want to see between Nikki and Ronda. Um, but this whole thing was just laid on so thick. It's like an open face peanut butter sandwich with the entire jar of peanut butter spread out over the one piece of toast. Like it was that it's not, it's you don't need to do this. Like having Stephanie McMahon come out and say, this is my protege. And like they're chanting Ronda Rousey, but all I hear is Steph, 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 like stop it. You're ruining everything. Like you don't need to make Stephanie and a huge heel. We already hate her. You don't need to make Ronda Rousey extra, like, you know, genuine and, and wanting to, to insert herself. In- Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for three forty nine dollars a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. With everybody else, be like, no, no, no. I'm the Robin Hood of the WWE Women's Division. Like, we already 
kind of like watching Ronda. So this only serves to as a negative. Right. This whole thing feels entirely disingenuous on both sides. The baby face and the heel side just doesn't feel genuine at all. And so you've kind of ruined whatever you were trying to do with this thing. And my thought after she just decides to assault her boss again, pretty much unprovoked, um, is this could be a really easy way for them to get the title off Rousey because they've booked themselves into a corner where no one could possibly beat her for it is to say, oh, well, now we're stripping you of the title. Maybe not now, but the next time she takes takes, takes out Steph, Stephanie can say, well, I'm your boss, and you're not the champion anymore, which, of course, allows us to, to, to root for Ronda more, but then you can have a, a title tournament or whatever, which could culminate at Evolution, if you wanted to do it that way. There's a lot of things you could do. But, um, yeah, there's there's a lot of... This whole segment just felt their attempts at making her genuine are incredibly disingenuous. Yeah, it was that was not right. <laughs> it wasn't right. So that happened. Backstage, Stephanie McMahon is in the trainer's room with Constable Corbin and Alexa Bliss. They go off on Kurt Angle for being irresponsible. To the point to where Stephanie McMahon names Constable Corbin as the new acting GM. Of WWE Raw, it has been a while since we've had a heel authority figure on Raw. I have not really missed it, to be honest with you. I get the feeling we're going to see some Roman Reigns and some handicap matches and mm-hmm. stuff like that, but but we'll we'll uh, let's reserve criticism until it happens because for all we know, maybe Constable Corbin is portrayed as as the. <laughs> The next coming of, hell, I don't know, Teddy Long was pretty pretty good, I guess, <laughs> outside of tag matches. Yeah. Thoughts on Constable Corbin as GM Cor- Is he still the constable or is he GM Corbin? I think I think they'll call him Constable Corbin, the GM, which, is, of course, doesn't make any sense. Uh, but he'll, he's the thing. He can make his own matches. Uh, and I, I fully expect to see him continue to wrestle. So maybe he'll just, like, book himself against, you know – Tyler Breeze a lot. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, this is this is fine with me. Um, Kurt Angle's been objectively a terrible general manager for most of his reign on Raw. So, okay, great, Kurt. You can go away. Uh, and, yeah, they got to have a heel general manager because Roman Reigns is your babyface champion. And we the only way it's even possible for him to lose is if the deck is stacked against him. That way he can fight from underneath over and over and over again. I love, we'll, we'll talk about this, I love the title match because it was Roman, like, he wasn't, wasn't playing the underdog because he was twice the size that he was fighting. It really worked. It was really cool and compelling to watch. And I feel like that's the last time we're going to see that for a while. I'm optimistic. We'll see how it goes. It's going to be a, a change, a little bit different. Yep. We have a series of matches up next. Scott Dawson defeated Bo Dallas. Dash Wilder defeated Curtis Axel. Nothing, you know, amazing, but I loved watching Dash and Dawson work as singles because we got to see some offense that we don't usually get to yep. see, including uh, Dawson winning with the Rampage. Yep. And then Wilder hits a fireman's carry backbreaker and then wins with a gory bomb, Alex. Yeah. Uh 
who knew that these guys, um, I mean, how, how could we possibly have known that two of the best tag team wrestlers on the planet, if you tell them, here, wrestle a six-minute um, uh, singles match in which you win, how could we possibly have known that they would have great offense and figure out ways of uh, pretty cool, badass new finishers? Um, yeah, of course. This is the problem, is that you've spent so long making us feel like they're a joke um, that all of a sudden, when they're good, we're like, well, this is a surprise. When we shouldn't be surprised by this at all. Uh, they're great. And I love their finishers. I particularly loved um, uh, Dash's fireman's carry, like, up all over the over the shoulders, then th- forward, flip him over forward onto, his, onto the backbreaker. That was great. Um, uh, please tell me again why, at the very least, you don't have the Revival as champion. If not Authors of Pain, if not Seth and Dean, if not Drew and Dolph over... B-team, B-team, no, no, no. They're, they're fine. You know, they're, they're they're cute and everything, but I, I, it's you can't have them be the, the face of your tag division. Not when there's that much talent out there available to you. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. And the weird promo that followed this, you may have beaten us, but we are still the tag team champ. Which is which is really funny because Michael Cole had just said that. Oh, these two guys won singles matches, but remember, the B team are still the champions. Um, like we know. Did you did you think we thought that if there were two singles matches that were won by the challengers, that they became the tag champs? Because because we weren't, we didn't think that. Like earlier in the night, Michael Cole actually blamed the damned numbers game for a for a loss by a team that was in a three-on-three tag match. Like, Michael Cole might need to take some time off along with Jonathan Coachman. Let's just have Renee and, and, and Corey in a one-woman, one-man booth. Let's just do that for a while. Because I miss Renee this I, week. I miss Renee a lot already. Coachman was wreck. And Cole was not much better this week. It was, yeah. Whoo, boy. Reminder, guys, check out FightfulSelect.com for additional premium content. Every month, two Q&A podcasts, two dark match commentaries, four episodes of the Fightful Weekender podcast where I review Ring of Honor, BTE, Impact Lucha Underground, uh, weekly episodes of the NXT 205 Live review. We have retro reviews every single month. That's all at Tier 1. Tier 2, you get additional stuff like shirts, you get to submit questions for interviews, all kinds of neat stuff. You can go up even a tier. You get a fightful mug, and you can pick the content. You want me to do alternate commentary on a match? I'll do it. You want to pick out the retro review? You want to pick out a column for one of our columnists to write? You have that option as well, all the way up to really expensive sponsor packages where you can buy a month to six months of sponsor spots on Fightful.com. You can even buy a crazy package where you fly to Toronto, like I'm doing tomorrow. Taking in a Jays game this week. Hot dog. FightfulSelect.com. Join the fun. Like I said, all subscribers are open to playing fantasy football with us this year. I'm very excited to uh, stomp some weenies. You guys are going to need that blue chew. Code Fightful. After all the weenie stomping I'm going to do in fantasy football. 
Main event, Universal Championship. Roman Reigns defeated Finn Balor to retain the championship. I mentioned, I thought we talked about the idea of him giving an opportunity to everybody who hasn't got their their rematch. Braun Strowman backstage, however, he kind of, his character's been weird. Yep. Lately. What do you make of it? Well, it's because that they 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 wrote themselves into a corner. They they gave this this unbeatable monster a guaranteed championship victory, and then they're too scared to use it. So because they can't, because they because they got to they got to make sure everything else is going the way they 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 could have easily given this to anybody. Like uh, uh, like you could do it to to you give it to a heel, and the heel will backstab somebody. You could give it to a small. Um, babyface like Finn. If Finn gets it, he's the kind of guy who'll come out and say, "I'm challenging you," and then you go, "We can root for him or something." Or he can use it on a heel. You know that that's fine. But with this guy, it doesn't make any sense. So all the things they're writing for him to do also make no sense. Um, they 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 had a whole storyline where Kevin Owens challenged him for this belt and endured all kinds of humiliation at the hand of him. Only to say I'm gonna I'm gonna fight you at SummerSlam for this briefcase, and I'm gonna get beat in a minute, and then he's not even on the Raw the next night, and so and so Braun Strowman the whole like come out there I'm gonna challenge you I'm I'm going to beat you after you've already lost this match, after you've already won this match that was really hard, but I'm gonna wait I'm gonna stand over here and do yeah. it. It doesn't make any sense. I honestly the thing that I thought was a saving grace of all of this was um of of him saying hey finn i hope you win yeah that's because we've we continuity they are friends they've tagged many times recently yeah they have they've they, gotten they, along established as buddies so i like the idea of braun being honorable and saying hey hey good luck tonight because also as we'll see later in the night i thought it was a really cool opportunity for him to basically help his buddy beat win the match by, by distracting Roman. So early on, Reigns cuts off Balor a couple times. One with a big punch and another with another where where you throw the person's foot back and slam them on their face, which it sounds like you're doing to your, your beverage every time you set it down, Alex. Sorry. Just, just, just a heads up. So early on, it was very much a 2015-2016 Balor performance, and that's not a good thing. But that changed. That picked up. <laughs> Balor got the crowd fired up with just aggressive stomps, which ain't easy to do. No, man. They, he just they, stomped a mud hole, Alex, and got this crowd all into it. They were so hot for Balor in this match. They They wanted him to somehow pull this out. I mean, it would have been a huge thing. Like it, it, it's objectively true that like that he had his crowning achievement in WWE as a whole, beating Seth Rollins in Brooklyn at SummerSlam two years ago to become the champ. Little did we know he, the whole thing with a damn torn, everything in his shoulder. And then the next night, absolute crushing defeat, having to give it up. Like, so, and this crowd you know a very large percent of these people who were here watching him tonight were there two years ago in the same audience. 
and how what kind of a connection they would have to be able to see him win it, ha- have to give it up because of injury, and then win it back. Like you could tell the uh, the crowd was really pulling for that moment, so they could say, "Hey, I was there for it," you know. And it's it, it that's that's not lost on a lot of people, I think. So Balor hits the eye of the hurricane for two point nine, gets a nice reaction. He got power bombed after those spot or after those stomps. Sling blade and a Superman punch both hit, but Balor kicks out too. Balor was made to look very strong in this match; yeah. like he was really putting the pain on Reigns. WWE production missed a rain Superman punch. If Kevin Dunn has one fucking job on this planet, yep. pal, it's to get Roman Reigns' offense on camera. Yeah. Instead, we got some fella at ringside going, wow. Yep. Okay. Braun Strowman's music hits and Reigns gets distracted. He gets drop kicked into the corner, but avoids a coup de grace. Spears Balor for the win. Really good match. Really good way to have a bit of a foggy finish to give each man some credibility. It was exciting. I liked it. What did you think of this finish before we get into the aftermath? I thought the finish, uh, there was a while while he was sauntering to the ring and Finn hit the, the drop kick into the corner. I was like, if Braun helps his buddy Finn beat Roman and then instead of cashing in, gets in and raises his hand and says, as long as you're champ, kid, I'm not cashing in. I like you. I mean, listen, there's a, there's a, no, honestly, there's a, there's a, there's a bit of a, a soft side to Braun. Like when you actually see him like talking to people off camera that I think is kind of cool and you could find a way to do that. But. Obviously, that's not what we got, and I had that thought for all of that's five seconds before. Yeah, that's the not Braun. That's not Braun. Um, there's a, there's a. I, w- I would rather smell a mummy's farts than see Braun Strowman like that. Wow. I, w- I, w- I don't want it. Yeah, it's very, it's very specific. Well, I, d- I specifically don't want to see Braun act like that. I mean, like <laughs> a mummy's farts. It's a mummy's farts. Imagine how bad they'd be. They'd be be bad, I suppose. So Braun goes to cash in. And then we hear it. The Shields music. Only distinguishable by the fact that there there are calls before. Yep. They come out. What a reaction. What an ovation. And what a moment. WWE is all about moments these Mm -hmm. days. And this was a moment. And it's a moment for several reasons, Alex. Because we don't know what's going to happen next week. No, we don't. We don't know how we're supposed to feel right now. We don't know how we're supposed to feel next week yet. We don't know how things are supposed to be. Roman Reigns gets booed. Is it all a ploy just to get Roman Reigns cheered? Yeah, that's that's the most likely thing, I think. The most likely thing. Is it a ploy to try to get Strowman booed? Is it a heel turn? Any number of things. But even then, even then... I can't imagine they would book Braun Strowman to fight back out of the Shield triple powerbomb if he wasn't supposed to look like a babyface. Right. And even WWE, I think, realized that a three-on-one attack isn't a babyface thing. But here's the thing. Here's what I'm down for, Alex. Four guys that are just over. Yeah. Four guys that are over and they're there. Yep. Yep. 
That's, oh, how, how about number five that was just in the ring and lost yeah. due to foggy circumstances? You yeah. got some stuff going on here. Oh, yeah. This is the thing is that you can, you can carry this all the way to Survivor Series in a really cool way. You could get some stuff done from this. Now, a lot of this, a lot of things are happening at the moment where uh, Dean and Seth come out. By the way, um, they had the shield gear and got into it just in case this 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 was needed. Because <laughs> I mean, there's lots of buckles and straps. You can't put that thing on in oh, yeah. two seconds. They, I mean, they to- they had to be not only that they had to wait for AOP to change out of it. That's true. Um, uh, and then when they came down, uh, there were uh, I saw a lot of stuff in my timeline of holy sh- holy shit! Is this the swerve where they attack Roman? Like look, that was like, another thing. That's another that was, reason it made it so good to me. Yeah, it was that was that was honestly a thought that went through my mind. I was like, no, they, they couldn't possibly. But this is the thing. Also, he cashes in. He says, I'm cashing in. But this is very good of the of, of the announcers say, well, the bell hasn't rung yet, so this isn't an official cash-in. Like he still hasn't cashed in the bank because we haven't actually started this match. Correct. Which which allows us to then extend this further. But my thought is, if that's the case, Seth and Dean should just stay on the outside for a little while. Because once that ding, ding, ding happens, then they attack him. His cash-in is gone. He's used it. DQ, he too. He use it again. Again, DQ. They save, they save Roman, and Braun never gets to do this again. But because they got into the ring so early, now he can use this whenever he wants. Also, you're, as you were saying, Braun fighting back out of a three-on-one attack. You can't attack a, even a big dude with three guys unprovoked in this way because this is totally legal for him to cash in and not make him the baby face but it's the shield who are the like the most over as a team thing in the last 10 years so my thing you're right you have four guys one triumvirate and one single who are super over and it's a bit of a gray area it will it will vary from from uh, audience member to audience member. Who do you choose to ride with? They're, the WWE is asking you you personally to pick a side. I root for Braun or I root for the Shield. And the dude you're sitting at home with on the couch might have a different different side that he's picked. Lots of shades of gray here. Lots of shades of gray, which they usually don't do, which is why. I have no hope that that's actually how it's going to continue. Yeah, I have. I, I don't have a lot of hope if that's what they plan because I don't have a lot of faith in them as storytellers these that's days. Correct. Yep. Because yep. I mean, we've been there with Bailey and Sasha. R- remember all the people? Oh well, it's going to be bad. They don't need to be at Mania. No, they don't no. need to be at Mania because SummerSlam. Yep. And now I got the people. They don't need to be at SummerSlam because of Evolution. Mm-hmm. And then it'll be well. They don't need to be at Evolution because eventually they'll they'll be at at Money in the Bank 2024. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't have a lot of faith in them as basic storytellers for things that may just are there. I mean, they they are often lobbed some softballs. Yeah. And they just, they don't even line out. They hit a soft grounder to second. Yeah. They're grounding into double plays when they should be hitting grand slams. Like that's, so much of this stuff is just here and ready yeah, the thing that I love about this that, that has the most potential for something for me is um, is Corbin 
via through Steph wanting to use Braun as the blunt object of the authority to smack around Reigns and Ambrose and and Seth and Braun being able to do like I'm not doing it for you I'm doing it for me like there's a lot of cool stuff you can do with that you know what I mean because because Braun is the ultimate tweener here because the evil authority is going to want to use him to their ends and he's not doing it for them but he still wants a piece of Roman there's a lot of cool stuff that there's there's there that is gray area and yet as we've said I do not trust them to tell any of it that way. Yeah, either way, I thought the finish was outstanding. I thought it was a blast. I was excited. I was yeah. on the edge of my seat. I'm excited to see next week's Raw. Yeah, <laughs> when was the last time we said right? that? <laughs> I mean, I always come into the show optimistic. And if, if anything, if the show doesn't entertain me, I'll try to at least entertain the people yeah. in covering it. Yeah. I'm excited to watch WWE Raw next week. And, you know, you do have some pessimists saying, oh, that's the worst finish just to get Roman over. Okay, well, let me see and wait and find out if it's to get Roman over. Yeah. Let me let me watch it play out. And yeah. then I'll reserve judgment. If if it deserves getting shit on, then hot dog, I'll shit there, on it. There's, there's a really interesting uh, dynamic available to them to book a Shield versus Braun and, and Dolph and Drew match. Because Dolph and Drew hate Dean and Seth, but I don't think Braun and Drew would get to get would get along well at all. So there's all kinds of different relationships you could mess with here. But again, they don't like to tell things that, that are interesting and new. So I'm really interested to see where this goes from here. Uh, but I'm 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 not letting get my hopes up. <laughs> there are also those AOP guys who, if they no, made no, they're, they're 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 involved in a in a blood feud with uh, Tennis Worldwide. So, mm, I like that Joe Holbert, one of our writers, said that uh, had the idea of maybe Alexa Bliss serving as an assistant GM in the meantime. That'd be good. That sounds like, like a great a idea. It's a great uh, idea. One of our viewers, Jeff and Nola, says this could be a way to get Roman and Braun into Hell in a Cell. The structure would make sense. Yes, it would. But man, I don't believe that Roman Reigns could beat Braun Strowman in a Hell in a Cell unless Braun Strowman destroys and rips apart that Hell in a Cell and the Shield get involved. Yes, which is how they would book that. Um, sure. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of things available. And as we said earlier in the night, Kurt Angle said Kurt Angle said to Paul Heyman, "Brock can't have his rematch at Hell in a Cell." But now Kurt doesn't make the matches anymore. So Baron Corbin could easily say, Paul Heyman, yes, Brock does get his rematch at Hell in a Cell. Like, there's a lot of things that are that are on the table uh, to see. And again, like I, I don't know the last time I have been so looking forward to the possibilities of the main event, like universal title storyline on Raw. I, I, it's there's there's so many ways of actually is also the Intercontinental title storyline is wrapped up in this. Like there's there's all kinds of things. I, I completely forgot that Rollins was the IC champ. Exactly. Like he's gonna have to have matches with with Drew. Like with, there's a very easy way to put the IC title on Braun for at least a few weeks. You know what I mean? Like just here's this title match, and you're I'm gonna make you face um, Braun. Seth says Baron Corbin. 
there's a lot of cool things you can do here where you can trade belts back and forth for a while because all these guys hate each other. And, and so many people, except for the Shield, have no allegiances between them. But all they do, all these other people do, is they hate the Shield. That's a really cool uh, dynamic you can play with. Let's see what they do. Here's some news bits, as I won't be here tomorrow. Mr. Warren Hayes will be filling in for me. Uh, he is my my full-time fill-in, which I'm, I don't miss very often. But here's some news. Hiromu Takashi stripped of the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title due to injury. Man, I had to see this coming. That was a nasty, the, the Steenalyzer or whatever. Yeah. They haven't used it in a while, but man, that was nasty. Uh, get well soon to Takahashi, but... Everybody saw this coming, Alex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely <sighs> tragic. And, you know, we'll, we'll hope for as speedy as we can. Also, uh, we have the Glow Renewal third season. This is good news. Yeah, sure. Yeah, anything that, 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 you know, that gets it, uh, you know, more eyes onto that kind of a thing is good for for us. Rowan, a report uh, due from PW Insider says that Rowan may have sustained a bicep injury. Those guys cannot catch a break. They can't. Those two can't stay healthy together, and then you throw Braun in the mix. It makes it even worse. Bray, no DQ yeah, match. Too, yeah. No DQ match booked for tomorrow night. I think it's the right move. If he is hurt, get the titles off of him. However, I saw somebody say, why not align Harper with Sanity? That makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah, it, it really does. Uh, that yeah, yeah. Harper and Dane together is is a is a is a duo. I don't want any part of. Almost overlooked this the Triple H promo. It was completely it's out true. of canon. Essentially, we always yeah. didn't talk about it. Super Showdown is going to be an Australian Stadium House show, but yep. they're building this match, and the promo sold very very well. I thought. Yeah. Triple H came out and said, Vince McMahon asked me if I would wrestle again, and I said, hell yeah, because after this weekend, it makes me want to put my boots on again. Mm-hmm. And then he said, how about The Undertaker? And I said, no. Yep. Talked about their era ending and that feud ending, but he's going to bring it one more time for The Undertaker. This is a hell of a promo. It really was. Um, there, there was a point where I thought – Maybe they wrote this promo for him to deliver before they had announced the match was already final. And there was like, oh, there's a rumor going around that Triple H and The Undertaker might have a match. Because when he said, hell no, I don't want to do this, and here are all the reasons, it all made very good sense why he wouldn't do it. Um, But then to be like, and then I said, I'm in. Oh, okay. So all those really important emotional things you just talked about five seconds ago those are out the window. You just you just wanted to have a match again. Okay, cool. Um, I, I'm I like this uh, that that moment up on the, up on the top of the ramp at WrestleMania twenty nine or whatever it was. Um, absolutely iconic. It it, it does mean something. Uh, it was the end of an era, except it wasn't uh, because two of those three guys continued to perform uh, at Mania's uh, down the road, but. Um, I, I'm fine with this. Triple H is, you know, he's a consummate company guy who made it all mean something with this promo. Um, I, I will not be watching the Super Show Showdown live because it's going to be on at butt o'clock whenever that is. But, I will. I will. You know what also is that night? What's that? McGregor versus Habib in one of the biggest oh, UFC shit. fights in history. 
<laughs> so I don't envy you, sir. So Super Showdown kicks off at about like probably five or six a.m. I don't know. They don't have a start time announced. McGregor and Habib will probably go on at about twelve fifteen a.m. because the way that UFC likes to do things, they get a lot of bar traffic for that. They don't like to start their main events before midnight because a lot of people will show up at the bars to watch their right. shows. And they get prices per head and all that stuff. Oh, man. So I will be up in, from about probably 5.45, maybe 5 to 6 a.m. all the way up until usually I get to bed about 4 or 5 a.m. after UFC night. So maybe I can sneak in a nap. I don't know how that will work, but mm. it's going to be pretty wild. I'll be – I will be on my Monster and probably my Blue Chew, too. I'll do anything. Anything to keep me up, if you know what I'm saying. BlueChew.com slash Fightful. Guys, show Fightful.com some love. I'm trying to encourage engagement in the stories. So any story of ours that you read, just drop uh, down in the comment section. Leave your thoughts. That stuff does instigate engagement, and we'll be there to talk to you. We also have forums. We have Fightful Select. We have our community section there. Check out FightfulSelect.com. But guys, this Thursday, a really special Listen, your boy podcast. I'm flying out to Toronto tomorrow. I'm spending all week there. Alex, what do you have going on this week? Um, looking forward to uh, tomorrow night and um, this this no qualification match. Um, and um, and Becky Lynch, she's finally going to explain herself and account for her dastardly actions last night that we all cheered. So that gives you a, a, a little hint as to how they're going to present this. And, man, are they going to screw this up, and I'm totally here for it. Mr. Warren Hayes will have you all covered. He'll be here with Alex tomorrow night. Welcome him with open arms. He does the NXT 205 Live review on Select and the Retro review with me. He also did our New Japan uh, G1 Climax wrap-ups as well. Fightful.com. Subscribe to our other channel, Fightful Scraps. Check out our friends at Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Till next time, we are out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.